0: Happy Friday! Yes, sir. Cheers! Cheers. We call these the burners. Uh, Stella Artois. Yes. The sir. Uh, the paps of Belgium. The PBR of Belgium. Yes. That we over overpay <laughs> for here. That's right. Apparently.
1: Damn worth it. Yeah. So, what is this?
0: So, this is, um, it's been about three weeks. Has it? At yeah. least. Yeah. So, um, for those of you who are following us on SoundCloud, there's some views on there. In fact, I'll pull it up. See what, right, uh, see what we're at. See what, see, see what, uh, how many people are, are listening in on. So, we appreciate you. I don't know who you are, but yeah. thank you. Yeah, we'll do um, some
1: shout outs here.
0: Oh, all right. <laughs> Do some shout outs on SoundCloud. Yeah. Um but we're in the uh, OC studio currently. It's it's this place is shaping up, man.
1: You got it you got it you got it going on. Right. We got some new gear here. We're testing out some new lights. Yeah. You can tell there's a little
0: Yeah, you know. we may we may even thanks to the gear, we may even throw this up on YouTube. Who yeah. Knows? We got a little
1: um, we're recording it on video just to just to see.
0: Yeah. You know? We got these um, little $80 LED lights just for this, this type of thing.
1: Yeah. Spencer, don't hate. <laughs> yeah. Don't hate
0: Spencer. Um, we're shooting it on a, a Samsung S8 Plus. Mm hmm. 4K? Um, in four, well, I have Hard, it to yeah. 1080. Oh, okay. Yeah, because 4K would just.
1: Yeah.
0: It, I don't have enough memory on that phone to yeah. do that. For but it's a phone that shoots point. 4K. It, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, so yeah, we had quite an adventure. In fact, the last episode we did, we were in Folsom. You're right. We were in Folsom. Um... Do you
1: want me to turn that off? Yeah, let me shut the AC off. Tell them about Folsom. Well, we went to Folsom. We, uh, wrecked the place. No, we actually, uh, we we brought some, some of the gear, some of the, uh, shelving you see here, and, uh... The TV, we did wreck, we, we had a nice, what was that, a, like a 55-inch that we brought back yeah. that has since sort of bit it, but up it. Like, yeah. Gee, whatever, but um, we actually re- did a little reorganizing of that office, looked good. Yeah, Didn't it looked look real good.
0: Yeah. We brought the gear, yeah, we broke the TV, but um, if you're watching on YouTube, if we post this. Um, you know what yeah. we should put this on our IGTV Ooh, which oh. begs the question we should we flip. flip that camera we gotta, we gotta flip that you know what flip that I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna mix this up right now flip this B. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what what we'll do it next time why I can't figure out how to flip you know what yes I can
1: oh keep talking alright here we go this is what we do Iterative iterative design here at. There's no bombs. we can't. There's no we can't.
0: There's only. We will.
1: And we're gonna, and we did. So what's up with Instagram uh, TV? There it is. You got it. All right. What's we got what's it. what's the latest? What can you, IGTV? What can you, are you are you watching it? I am
0: watching it. I am paying attention because. Um, my girls have a channel That's right. they do uh, they're called the mini mice um, if you're into Disneyland they do a uh, show every week and then they do daily news and I'm paying attention because I'm, I want to see if there's something we can hack on there like they are they, uh, uh, you know our, our uh, godfather Gary V says to be native to the platform yeah. And this is vertical content and its long form. And people were, uh, are kind of abusing it right now because I don't think they know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So people are posting stories on there that are maybe over 15 seconds just to have on there. And it, I think it just begs for something that's formatted yeah. for that medium. Yeah, because so. it's
1: not stories, right? It's sort of no. more like the idea is it's more... Yeah, long form or episodic. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, which is great. And and
0: you could see the ones that are doing it, they stand out. Yeah. And they kind of rise to the top and Mm -hmm. the stuff's nice. Uh, Having even that vertical sort of, I don't know, frame kind of, people are getting creative with it. So people that don't have vertical video, they'll put sort of a horizontal video in there and then they'll play around with the extra space with graphics. A little bit like... Snapchat yeah, has done with, with their stuff, which is, this is all vertical.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: now we have a platform to do it on our own, you know, for us to do it. Just people don't really know what to do with it. So mm-hmm. we'll see what takes off. I don't think, I think they have nothing to lose from just letting it play out.
1: Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's where their challenge is going to be, I think is, is in monetization a little bit. Like, YouTube, it's clear. Like, if I get a million views, something's going to come my way, potentially. That's right? that's a good point. And Instagram needs to... And I think they're working on something like that, because I think during their meetings... I think they like, have to. They have to. They yeah. have to find a way to pay, pay creators, yeah. right?
0: That's a good point. I never even considered. Um, creators on YouTube, that's, I guess, ultimately the, the goal, mm-hmm. is to either... To monetize their channel or, I guess, sponsorship. Yeah. I, I think Instagram has more of a chance of doing the sponsorship thing versus, you know, you're going to get paid because we're going to ad roll. Right. In your feed. That would suck as a platform.
1: Right. Yeah. It's like the
0: old days of YouTube when there was no ads. You know, you just watch stuff. Yeah. Free will. Yeah. But yeah, I could see that sucking on IGTV. Right, if you're... or it
1: might be for some, right? Like, the thing that YouTube does is everything has, is gated. Even if you're not being monetized, like, you have to watch a stupid ad, you know? Does, YouTube just makes the money on those. Yeah. Right? But then there's those people who are, like, have a channel, they're actually making deals with the ads that run on their channel, and, you know, there's a lot more money to be made. But... I don't know, it's kind of interesting, and one of, one of the guys uh, at our office in Redondo Beach, Ryan, uh, he's doing a thing for a company that, or a startup, where they have influencer uh, marketing, so what they're, or I should, what do you call it? Um, it's, it's a way for influencers to create, to pull in content and then advertise with it and then get monetized for it, and, and they're doing it specifically around apps, which is kind of cool. Um, and they've gone from, it's kind of crazy, man. They've gone from like nothing to, from an idea to, what did he say? They're ma- they're pulling in quite a bit, yeah. you know? Um, and what's interesting about that too is, um, you know, it really wasn't even sort of their intent. They actually created it to promote their own apps because they were, they realized they were spending so much money on marketing and getting these influencers to do stuff and they've just sort of took that system and created a new platform. And that's been the most successful thing yet, in a sense. Right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. It's sort of, we, you hear all those stories all the time about startups. And they like, like go in with one product. They even get backing and investment for it. And in the process of like working on the app, they come up with something better. Slack. Slack's a great example. Yeah. Now a billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were not building a chat app at yeah. all. But they made one internally to handle their team and their work, and then that became their thing. Yeah, you know, it's sort of a similar story. So I can see it working similar. Right together. before
0: they ran out of money.
1: Right. Well, I think and they we were heard like, that
0: from the horse's mouth. Right. We, yeah. <laughs> they're like
1: they were, and they were like, "Screw it, just take the rest." Like, yeah. you know, they were like, "Do we give it back?" And they're yeah. just like, nah, like just. "No, no, just." You got a couple it's a months. Loss. <laughs> yeah, you got a couple. What are we gonna yeah. do with it? You've yeah. already—it's already off the books. So go, you know, do whatever, and you know, with whatever. I mean, they did it. Mm-hmm. So that's there's cool money stuff. to be made out there, man. Someone's—I mean—and and that's the thing too. I think so. We need to there the the world has changed. I think in terms of social media, and it's becoming a place where you sort of and and these brands need or these networks need to sort of. I sort of respond to it because like, for instance, like Facebook video, is that what it was called? Or face, what was it called? The watch watch just hasn't taken off. And I think the Ooh. reason is there's no reason for people to move into that platform. There's no monetization.
0: Like, well, not just that they gated. <clears throat> that was the other thing. That's right. You can just get on there. Right. You had to pitch them. You had to pitch them, Right. And they had to accept it. And then, right. It's just, yeah. it's just too much friction. Yeah and plus i don't think people are there for no. that
1: although i'll say this like the way they do from like video to video to video like i get stuck in that
0: do you oh yeah on the watch
1: is it with a black background and just like if you go to play a video on facebook it just like once it, it oh, goes with, like this the black watch viewer is very specific it's, no, it's this guy this, this is god this is junk this is like oh, just... garbage that just, and then it's like, once that video's done, it doesn't even just, it like auto plays to the next one and the next one, and you can just flip, it's like a long feed of just video. So if
0: you're watching public freakouts, does it just go like to the next one? Yeah, it just
1: goes to the next one, but it, then it like, but it's sort of random, so it's not yeah. even, I mean, I'm sure there's an algorithm, but it's, it's garbage, it's just like, you're like, where, did they, where are they digging this stuff up? But then you'll look and it's like 23 million views. Jeez. Holy like, smokes, Yeah. You know? But again, does anyone make any money at that? I don't no. know, I have no idea. Um, No,
0: I'm skeptical of that whole Facebook thing. Um, Again, back to my girl's channel. Episode one, we threw a few bucks at, just to get the word out. Yeah. Um, And their first episode, no joke, and we probably spent like 25 bucks. Got about 20, I don't want to misquote it. Twenty thousand views. Wow! Natively, because we post the on Facebook. On because Facebook, we posted the video natively, which is what you're supposed to do. Not ref, you know, not put the YouTube link. Mm-hmm. Because of the natively, YouTube will, you know, it, in theory, gets more views. People are, that are on Facebook watch native videos. Yeah. On Facebook, than clicking a YouTube link to get out. So, I was like. That's promising, right? And mm-hmm. didn't do it for the next episode, hoping that, I mean, Organic. Yeah, yeah, organic. Like, maybe there was, out of those people, someone would have, you know, a good percentage would stick around. And he got, like, 100 views. Wow. So that so just, for me, I'm skeptical because then I, I wonder the quality of... Those plays. Those plays that were right. bought. Right, right, that right. That were boosted. You're just pushing it.
1: Right. So even some of that stuff that I wonder if it's like because it doesn't say some of the stuff might be sponsored. It might say that, but mm-hmm. I wonder what I, what I, it's just promoted. That you never know, right? It just here it yeah. is. Uh, we're not going to say anything. Yeah. it has been boosted But their
0: whole thing is, I think, is that they want you to keep paying. Yes. For boosts. Ah. So their page gets doesn't have a ton, maybe a mm-hmm. hundred people mm-hmm. like it like actually like went, you know, and click the page that I, I like this page and a lot of the content that we post on there, it'll show you how many views, right? We'll get like eight views, 12, wow, four. Wow. Which means that even though people like it, it never even shows up in their feed. They're not
1: even knowing about it. No. Well, dude, I remember, I remember the day back in, in agency land when, um, Facebook came out with these pages, right? Like you would create a corp- uh, page for your company or whatever. And it was like, yeah, get all these followers. And dude, some of these brands would get to a million followers, right? And the idea was, okay, I'm following this company, the company posts something, I see it, right? And then Facebook's like, not so fast. We're only gonna send that post to 10% of your followers, the most like, people who actually come back and visit your page. of them will never see this post, unless you boost it. And then they'd be like, if you want to boost it to 20% more, 30%. So they just had all these companies by the balls, you know? Be like, no one's gonna see your stuff, sorry. You know, you invited them to this channel, but now you gotta pay to talk to them. Screwed up. You know, in fact, have you noticed, dude, I, I was doing this the other day, I looked at Facebook, like, Look at how much stuff they actually are attempting to do. Have you seen this? Like, go to the menu. And it's like, where is it? Let me find it here. It was crazy. I was looking at this thing, and I was like, my God. Like, the stuff that they're trying to accomplish. Look at this, all this stuff. Here we go. Look at all this stuff. Weather, town hall. Let's see. They have a QR code reader. Wow. They have see what else I got. Uh, oh, the recommendations. Let's see. F- order food. Mm. Offers. There's an Oculus thing for some reason. Movies, nearby friends, local jobs, games, fundraisers, find Wi-Fi. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, how many people, like, I don't understand. Like, how many of these things are, I don't, I don't get it. Like, crisis response. Anyway, it's kind of nutty. They're getting out of control. They have too much money. They don't know. What to Yeah, do that's that's what it is. They're just like, we can't let's keep. Let's hire a
0: team that will create. Yeah. Beer Something. beer finder. Yeah. Like,
1: let's <laughs> just we we can't we can't keep it for profits because we don't want to get taxed for it. So let's just go and, psh, 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 you know, anyway. create
0: more jobs. Yeah. <laughs> the economy is good. It is good. We'll give, we'll give it that. So uh, so, what is uh, a lot of sight box talk today.
1: Yeah we did a lot of stuff.
0: A lot of stuff today. So, we, so this
1: morning we had Fountain of Truth come in and
0: uh, yeah big shout out to Tim.
1: Some friends of ours and they're doing the church thing and we, we kind of came in and they they're sort of a startup. I oh, call them a startup church you know. Sure. And uh, even though they've been at it for quite a while. Mm-hmm. They're on a new venture. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of. We it's kinda, the word right there. We kind of, so yeah. so We don't build brands,
0: we disrupt we them. We disrupt them. What does that mean?
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because. Because I, I actually
0: hate the word. Disrupt. Disrupt.
1: Yeah. I know, I do, I do a little bit too. It's <laughs> a little overused.
0: Yeah. But well, I, I just hate when startups say they're disruptive.
1: Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot to be disruptive and it's it's easy to sort of just say it, but
0: what we're saying is we do, we're we're sort of the ones to help, yeah, kinda like
1: we kind of come in and mess it up a little and bit. shake things up, yeah, and uh, yeah, the meeting today was good i mean it, and and it wasn't, and I you know I even said it like what we what we did wasn't sort of revolutionary, it was evolutionary mm-hmm. um, which which is unique, I think a lot of the times we come in and and you know. They kind of have, we sort of present a pivot in some way, right? It might not be a complete pivot for the company, but it's definitely something, it's taking things in a new direction. Um, whereas with this one, I mean, we kind of, we just sort of said, you know, do what you're doing, just do more of it in this specific direction, and, um, and don't stop. So it was good, it was good. I love that, those kind of meetings, you know, very high-level yeah a lot of a lot of uh slides, but it was a lot of just discussion and mm-hmm. um, but we love that kind of work so and that's that's really where we want to start to play more into is is this sort of strategic uh rethinking of companies you know and if you think of it, you know branding and whatnot is is when you say branding, it can mean a lot of things. I think for us, we see it as taking what you're perceived as and, and changing it, but I'll say this, you know, um, you know, a lot of times even perception can be skewed, right, can be sort of part of a, a spin, but what we're trying to achieve for these companies is a fundamentally make them different so that uh, they stand out in a positive way, and this is, you know, and he, you, Seth Godin mm-hmm. and the purple cow is, is a great sort of uh, way of thinking of this in, the te- in terms of uh, how does he describe it? Like if you're just driving down a street and you see cows, it's no big deal, right? Or you might at first you're like, oh, wow, there's cows. But then you tune it out. Like once you've seen a couple of cows and you're, you, you're done pointing out the cows. But if you see a purple cow, you're probably going to pull over, Right. Because it's different, um, and you're probably going to talk about it exactly for a long time, <laughs> right? And even says like the word remarkable means you will remark it, you will mm-hmm. you will you will talk about it, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, that that's sort of the kind of thing that we want to provide for our clients is that you know you can spend because ultimately if, if you know the sort of the where companies go and we work with them is there's it's sort of like the ultimate end of not the end but where they're ultimately going is into marketing land, right? Like they have to sort of they're going there because that's where the customers are. They have to go to market. But before they do and we kind of say, look, you can just you can just walk in, you know, we'll we'll sort of give you some gear, you know, like if you think of I don't know, market land is like Disneyland. It's like, yeah, you can just walk in there. But you know, you're gonna get lost. No one's gonna pay attention. But if we can sort of prepare you and make you unique and different, like, the experience is gonna be very different. You're gonna stand out, and you won't have to work at trying to get attention. You're just gonna be interesting, period. So that's kind of the, what we wanna provide, and, uh, and, but at the same time, like, it has to be true to what they're doing. To, they have to fit, you know, take the problem that they're already solving and just keep solving it. But what we find oftentimes, and this is true for us as an agency, you sort of forget what that's like or what other people from the outside looking in see, right? And you're going to, you know, the human nature is to copy what's around you and what competitors are doing. But the, you know, the valuable road, the road that's truest is is the most valuable because it's yours, right? And you sort of have to need, you have to, be able to go that road with, you know, with courage and know that, that it's the right one for you even though others aren't copying it or other people aren't doing the same thing, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. And, and some of that, too, like we talked a little bit, you know, I mentioned Elon Musk and that kind of thing. I'm sort of slightly turning into an Elon Musk fanboy. Just a little Slightly? Bit. I'm probably... I'm, Pretty knee deep. So, you, Charlie's Charlie's a Gary V guy. No, but but he's a he's
0: number two. Yeah, yeah, for me.
1: Yeah, I I just there's something about the, the, the guy. The guy does crazy. not care about life. Does it? Doesn't he? Doesn't and because
0: Gary Vee, he's a he's he's kind of like loud and in your face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe there was moments. Probably a long period where. I let other people that... Because you hate him or you love him. Like you love him or hate him? Yeah, yeah. People hate him. like They're like, he's... Oh, yeah. He's annoying. He, he's uh, dude, obnoxious. Are, he's, I,
1: I guarantee you, the, the, the higher up you go, the more people hate him.
0: Right. And I, I let some of that sink in for a while, around, especially around the office, like, you know, 2016, 15, yeah. 16, when... Because yeah. I think 2014, I started kind of paying attention, and then... And he's just really loud, you know? And, and even I tuned him out for about a year. And it wasn't until he did his vlog that I started, like, yeah. you, once you kind of understand where, what he's doing, it starts to resonate because we're doing the same thing. We're, yeah. we're entrepreneurs. We're, you know. So I, I started to relate more with him. Mm-hmm. Where Elon, to me, was just somewhere else, on another spectrum, yeah. right? Where I'm like, I only wish I could be half of that guy. I know, right? Where Gary Vee, I'm like, I feel like I'm his homie. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can, you know. Yeah. And, and he's a cool guy, you know? Like, we've met him twice. Like, he's yeah. nice. He's really a genuinely cool guy. It's yeah. just his persona. And he is that way. Like, yes. he is high energy.
1: Like, that's not an act. But the thing about
0: not... Elon that I'm learning as i am kind of been following him lately mm-hmm. is that guy is a genuinely nice guy, too. Like, my dad worked at, you know, uh, Tesla. So, you know, he's standing there at the vending machine buying <laughs> chips or whatever. <laughs> Turns around and Elon's just like, how you doing? <laughs> waiting for him, you know? Yeah. My dad's like, uh, hey. <laughs> and, you know, my dad's like, I should have asked him for a selfie. I should have, you know? Once in a lifetime. Sure, sure. But my dad would sit, literally, like, every week, he'd stand there and talk to us. Wow. On really? the floor. Really? If you need anything, Jeez. come talk to me. Wow. Call me. I don't care if it's Sunday at 3 a.m. I'm committed. I will Damn. do whatever it takes. And, and he means it. Yeah. So that, that's the one thing, the ethic. But two is the, just, he just, I'm going to drill underground. Yeah. And then does it. Yeah. I'm going to do a flamethrower.
1: To raise, what is it? five million, $50 million. Whatever. It was stupid. It was crazy.
0: The thing is, he doesn't care what other people say. No. That's what I love about him. He was even getting crap for, this 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 is just trips me out. So the whole, the the kids that got stuck in the tunnels? In Thailand, In Thailand, in the caves? Yeah. Dude, he like stopped what he was doing for days to develop that capsule Yes. With, with the SpaceX, te- SpaceX te- technology uh-huh. to be able to put a person inside this capsule with oxygen. Right. And he had divers like testing this thing out. Yeah. Yeah. And he, had it, he showed it on Twitter. Like, yeah. Here it is. And he's tweeting the government, like he's messaging them, like, is this good? This, this is, I've got this thing, you know, we can possibly. And then he went.
1: Yeah. Delivered it.
0: And people were saying, it's not practical, it's stupid what is he thinking? Nobody would ever use it. It's unsafe. And then he's like, he doesn't care. He's not moved. He's not shaken by it.
1: Exactly. He is, he, and he's on to his next thing. Like in that but same- what
0: made him stop and say, I'm going to do this? Because he's, empathet- he's empathetic.
1: But you know, on, people actually said that, and I don't know if the, how true this is, but that literally someone on Twitter tweeted him and said, like, DMed him and was like, hey, can you guys solve this? And he's like, maybe, let me let me talk. No, that's exactly it. Let me ask around. And he did
0: that with the whole Flint thing with the water. Mm -hmm. Someone tweeted and said something about, can you do something like, and then he responded and said, I'm going to make sure every person has clean water.
1: There it is. And he did. Yeah.
0: Like I don't know if if he actually did it, but he he think he's working on it. yeah, Yeah. He literally said, I will make sure. That's, that's on another level dude yeah that the guy it's easy to say when someone has money it's not about the money right but money is relative money that's, is relative it is and, and there's paper money and there's you know what i mean like yeah. there's there's a value that's what you're worth and there's money in the bank mm-hmm. i don't think he cares about any of it
1: but that's what blows my mind too it's like you know and yeah and you're right pe- people were hating on it right like so so even back to that stretcher thing which or no the the capsule yeah If you remember too like the media was like oh yeah do, do you remember seeing diagrams I remember seeing these like el- illustrations of how the people No, got I only out. saw the
0: videos like actually
1: All right so after the the, the kids are stuck down there and then they they got like four of them out and they're like here's how they did it and they showed this like you know illustration infographic of three two divers and then a the kid like with a mask on like swimming out um and they're like yeah see we didn't need this and people were like see this that thing that elon did is or you know is stupid it doesn't look like at they're, they're swimming out or whatever come to find out like two days later they released this footage of the kids on a stretcher strapped down like going through this whole thing and you're like well that's basically what the thing was you know what i mean it was just enclosed but it was still the same sort of thing these kids weren't swimming like they were literally strapped in and you're like see it wasn't he wasn't off that far right there's just but there was there was sort of this push to like dismiss what yeah. he was doing as, as a pr stunt mm-hmm. which is it's too bad but um anyway yeah we kind of what is it for you that that, that i like
0: yeah the that- because you said you're becoming like a fan.
1: Well, so family. here's what, it. I, what was that thing? Well, you're like, and I'll tie it into this, right? This okay. idea of disruption. I think what, what stands out to me is that, is that he's, it's sort of this idea. I mean, he's being very disruptive, right? I mean, he disrupted the automotive industry, you know? And, and people will say, well, oh, there's these issues with production and stuff like that. Well, the, the stated mission of Tesla is not to build the world's best electric car is actually just to speed up the adoption of electric vehicles, period. Like, that's it. They're just there to, like, get GM and BMW and Mercedes and Ford to make electric vehicles. Because if you, you know, I worked on the launch of the Nissan Leaf, Mm -hmm. and I worked on the IMEV from Mitsubishi. What what year? Was that 2010? 2000, no, no, it was before that, 2008. So how matter.
0: are we here 10 years later and nothing's happened?
1: Well, that's just it. They were shit cars. They were shit cars. I mean, the Leaf, the, the iMeve, which looks like a, one of those little smart cars almost. It's like a Japanese kit car. It's, it's like it got like 70 miles to a charge on a good day without using AC, Right. So you're like... get 70 miles to the gallon on this hog. I mean, dude, think about... Yeah, I mean, in L.A., that would, you'd get stuck. And what was happening is people were literally getting their... You know, they'd have the air conditioning on and stuck on a 405, and they'd, get right, they'd run out of juice, you know? And it doesn't have a quick charge. So you have to, it takes 24 hours to charge the damn thing. Jeez. So it was just impractical. And then the, the, the Leaf had the similar problems. I mean, Leaf got 120 miles to a charge, you know? Same thing, had, had like... You know, it took like 12 hours to charge to full capacity. And they talked about range anxiety. It wasn't even range anxiety, it was charge anxiety because they just couldn't, you couldn't charge it fast enough. And so there are all these technological like problems. And the batteries, like all these manufacturers were building large battery plates. Like the Leaf had, like, you know how you have your MacBook? Mm -hmm. You know, it's a big flat battery. Like that's what's in the Leaf is this huge, like, it's like, you know, half an inch thick, but it's like, you know, a foot two feet by three feet, like a big sheet. And that's, they're expensive to make. They break down. And this was the best technology that existed. And Tesla came in and said, look, we're just going to build this thing with freaking batteries. And if you remember, the Tesla Roadster literally had, like, small laptop batteries from, like... They bought them from, like, Panasonic. Like, their little, you know, black things. or so, I don't know exactly what they were. But now if you open up, like a Tesla car, it's literally has, they look like D-sized batteries. There's like thousands of them and they're all lined up and they're in this, in this container thing. But they, they figured out that that was a more efficient way of A, creating batteries and B, cooling them and keeping them consistent. And and he's just like, that's, you know, like it would have, how long would it have taken for Nissan or Mitsubishi or Ford to finally be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, they would never invest in that to come to that agreement. They would just sort of be like, "Well, we have got these this one thing. We spent a lot of money on this one technology. Let's just keep doing it that way until what? You know, who are we competing with? Each other, you know? And there's sort of this thing where they're like the profit margins weren't there. So he just said, hey, "Look, screw it. I'm going to come in and I'm going to I'm going to create something that's competitive." And he did, and it sort of, but with the, but here's the thing. Like, he could have just gone in, because there are other electric car companies sort of competing in that, sort of in that all-electric space. You have Faraday, Mm -hmm. right? You have uh, Fisker, or Karma, as it's called now. So you have these high-end production electric vehicles, but what does separate them, because there aren't many fanboys for Faraday, right? You know, but what he did that I think was different was he said, you know, we're sort of here to solve a bigger problem. In fact, you remember, this was a few years ago, he released all the patents on their technology. Yeah, remember, remember that? Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, fuck, man. That, <laughs> that's, that's putting it out there. That's saying like, look, yeah, you guys, go ahead, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to put it all on the table. I want you guys to just copy the shit out of us. I don't care. Go, go. Because I'm in this, I'm not in this for the money, in essentially saying. I'm not in this for the money. I'm in it to save the planet. And if if you guys, because I think for a long time they were using excuses. Oh, well, Tesla's got, you know, all these patents and they're not going to share them. So how can we build an electric car? And he's like, oh yeah? <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Yeah. You know? Dang it, you know? That's crazy. That's crazy. And, it, and yet still no one else, you know, no one's really gotten up there. There's talk of... Uh, I think it was Jaguar with an eye track or, or I- trace it's another electric car there's going to be other competitors that come in, but ultimately, um, it's that mission that brought that about right um, you know same thing with I mean SpaceX he talks about you know becoming an interplanetary species mm-hmm. yep. right um, The boring company is talking about solving transportation issues there's a lot I mean and those things are like You know, in some ways, it's it's very. What's 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 interesting is I I guarantee you there are people out there with as crazy ideas for solving the world's problems, Um, but for whatever reason, this guy has the ability to sort of put a team together that believes it as much as he does, and that's that's the key. That's sort of like the Steve Jobs thing, right? Like, you know, he he was able to sort of convince people of this. You know, so they were like, yes, like they bought in and worked their ass off and put in as much as he did. And there's just something about that ability, you know, that's not to be, uh, you know, overlooked. So and I aspire to that. Yeah, absolutely. And if anything, like if anything, like. We look at companies, like I said, back to our, our clients and stuff, not to make this too self-serving, but I, I think what, what we sort of try to achieve and what I, you know, even in our meetings today, we want to sort of get in that practice of what are you doing that's more, you know, why are you doing this, uh, is it for more than just the money? Are you in it for the money? Because if you are, everyone's going to smell that, right? But if there's something else that you're trying to achieve with your company, let's talk about that. world needs to know that. And that internally needs to be the rally cry let your you let your cfo figure out how this is going to be profitable but ultimately as a founder what are you doing what what, why are you in this what got you motivated in it in the first place and the truth is as much as we like to think oh well that's just for me or that's what got me going no that needs to be sort of front and center and again that's what elon did i mean if if he he didn't have to tell the world that that's what his goal was to make it to mars like i mean that sounds crazy everyone's gonna be like that's Or make, you know, an interplanetary species. That sounds crazy. Like, you normally would be like, dude, shut that up. Like, don't say that out loud. Like, say it in your head, you know? But he's like, no, I'm going to say it out loud in front of everyone so they know this is why I'm doing it. And that's just powerful. I love love that it's being vulnerable, too, Mm -hmm. right? And if you kind of see, you know, a lot of what he's doing, he's very vulnerable in that. So anyway, enough of that. Enough of talking about Elon Musk, man. Good God. (laughs) why did I go there? (laughs)
0: I don't know. <laughs> well, I think you saw the rocket.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, the, yeah, and yeah, and I think that was, our, that was our that was the intent a little bit. I think I was on sort of a a Falcon rocket <laughs> day when I was like, oh, let, let me find something. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, man, we're having fun. We had a, a great meeting today with uh, with Ed mm-hmm. from Hello Advisor, and. Uh, we're doing some fun stuff. Really thinking about Sidebox.
0: Yeah. And I'll say this and put us on the spot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Next episode, I say we just put it all out there. The, the journey, everything we're yeah we're doing, and do thing we're you Talking know we're them. always you know yeah. it's the classic. Oh, we're up to something you watch coming soon coming soon you know what i mean (laughs) um just everything's
1: coming soon man yeah Yeah. just say what it is yeah
0: show it so Mm -hmm. now that now that we we've got this new format that we might actually why not test out we might do a little dual screen action and show you some of our work yeah maybe uh why not who, who cares yeah I some mean, people are afraid to say who their clients are, and you know. And yeah, we gotta be
1: sensitive to some of that, right? But, but not, for the most part, I don't think any of our clients don't want us. I mean, it's not like yeah. I don't think there's any. It'd be cool to show show like.
0: some of the of what we do. Absolutely, and show and you how show you how we, we got there. Yeah, you know, uh, some of our thinking behind it, and yeah, it might uh, connect or resonate with some of you.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, dude, if Elon Musk can show the inside of his factory, what the who That's are we exactly what I mean. who are we right we're nobody <laughs> you might as well That's if, exactly if anyone right. wants to see it like come on in <laughs> you know <laughs> any of you guys out there want to see this hey just any question man just yeah get us that we'll we'll show you what we're up to absolutely you know and and it has been interesting you know we're we've talked about this before i think about the you know our trend our our intended transition from B to B to B to C mm-hmm. we've talked a bit about that, and um, you know we have been sort of pitching differently lately, um, mm-hmm. just a little bit yeah. you know, and I think it is sort of different We're, we are looking at things as pitches versus proposals, you know a yeah. lot of the times we sort of come in as like, hey, you know what here's a here's an estimate, approve mm-hmm. it, and we'll get started and lately though we sort of just We just say screw it. Here, here's what we're thinking, and if you like it, then you know. Or here's what we're thinking, and here's how much it costs. And you know, there's people that'll say, "Oh, that's that's considered spec work." Spec work to me is when you do stuff um, sort of with the intent of never being paid. In a way, like when I think of spec work, it's like, "Hey, I'm competing for a project and." you know, it's a contest, like, like 99 designs. That's pretty much spec work, because it's sort of like, there's no, the, the chances of sort of winning are very minimal, and they're buying that exact work. When we're doing pitches, you know, the difference is, is that the pitch is there to sort of demonstrate a way of thinking, and to sort of demonstrate what you're going to, you know, what your thought process is, versus uh, I did it, now buy it, you know? And even though we would love them to just purchase it, and we'll even say that, right? like we we've, we've actually had some pitches where we say look if you want to if you want this pitch work right here we'll sell it to you kind of cheap right it's done and if that's where your budget's at great if you want to do something more you know if you want to take the reins on this and you want to go through a longer process and sort of fine tune exactly what you want that's fine we'll just <laughs> we'll just double the price but that to me is sort of an interesting way of pitching in the sense of we're were really going in with, you know, a a point of view. And for some clients, that's what they need, right? They don't really know what they want. Um, And sending a standard proposal or uh, sort of a a portfolio of work or an RFQ, that's not really, for some of our clients, that's not really practical, you know? And if we can just sort of get in there and preempt a lot of that stuff, it sets the tone. It sets the tone. So we're working on different ideas with that and uh, just, you know getting getting our stuff together you know right love it right that's that's how we do that's how we do so
0: looks like uh i've hit the bottom here
1: oh you're done already done done ski what do you want to say about stella what got you started on this thing um if i'm being honest it was the branding was
0: it yeah Who's the branding?
1: Dude, some of the it, best here's advertising. Here's the thing.
0: Well, yeah, not just that, but... Maybe it's psychological, that it, it feels premium, even though I know it's not. Yeah. Um, branding, the whole chalice thing. Oh. I have, like... Do I you? I have them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I have them. Um, but it's the whole... Me holding a Stella, I feel mm-hmm. better than the guy holding a Bud Light uh, yeah. or a Coors Light. Yeah. And it sounds arrogant, but that's branding, right? That's branding. That's the guy... I think less of a guy holding a Rockstar than I do of a guy holding a Red Bull.
1: Think yeah, absolutely. Think about that for a second. Yeah, no, that's totally It's true. just two
0: different people. Oh,
1: no, totally, yeah.
0: And I... I I think much less of a guy holding a rock star, <laughs> a 24 ounce rock star.
1: What about uh? What's the other one? Monster.
0: Oh, same thing. Same thing. Yeah, rock star. I, I consider it even, even lower. lower. Okay. Even lower. So
1: monster is sort of like mid, M- mid yeah, level. Yeah, but
0: still, I still like. <laughs> I'll dismiss you. <laughs> if you're holding a a, a, oh, a monster cool. drink, a monster drink, as yeah. opposed to a eight ounce.
1: Yeah, the tiny, yeah, tiny little, little Red Bull. Red Bull. That's where it's at.
0: But that's that's what this yeah that's what this is to me yeah.
1: Did you ever a, hear about um, I don't know if this is like marketing lore, but Miller High Life, right? It's a, it's called the, the champagne of crappy beers. Crappy beer, right? It's like I don't know if it's like a step up from malt liquor, but it's like it's pretty much like the swill of beer. Like it's it, even, it's bad.
0: It's horrible,
1: right? But. They call it the champagne of beers, dude. That is it. is it, It's like a joke, right? I mean, it's, it's a,
0: absolutely a joke,
1: right? And so, but I, if I remember correctly, there's a, a twenty four packs
0: like eight bucks,
1: right? It's dumb. It's like bottled water. <laughs> <laughs> That'll give you a headache yeah.
0: <laughs> after
1: three. Remember natural or there's natural light. Natural light. light. Ooh, Ooh. <sighs> yes, Natty Light. Ooh, uh, so. But there's this story about how, and, and again, this might be marketing lore, but they really did try to sell this stuff, uh, high life. I mean, dirt cheap. Like they were like just, and it wouldn't even sell because people are like, no, that's that's silly. So they sort of brought it back as like, like again, this whole like it's high, it's the high life, and it ended up selling really well because they they just sort of changed the perception, you know. And even though you're like, come on, this is garbage, Like people bought a lot more of it when it was actually priced more than it should have been.
0: But it had to do with the new bottle? Yes. The new label? Yes. It's this thing, like, it's a green bottle.
1: It is, yeah. Right?
0: And Heineken always felt a little too, like, even though Heineken's the same garbage, it's like yeah. the same... I do like Heineken. Light, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, a little lager. Yeah. yeah. It's just,
0: there's nothing special about it, but... Heineken seems less approachable, yeah. And somehow Stella won, won that battle, yeah, of approachability and a step up from, you know, your domestic standard light beer. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, the the little paper top. uh, I know. I mean, I've got like a thousand bottle caps over there that I don't know what to do with yet. And look, they
1: talk of this, you know, anno thirteen sixty six.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's their advertising is always sort of very, um, well, some of it is very like period based. Like it's yeah. always like, you know, this humble little provincial town in mm-hmm. Belgium. And, you yeah. know, and Mr. Artois uh, buying an old brewery or something like that and turning it into, and it calling feels, it Stella for it some feels
0: reason. It feels nice. It sounds good. It tastes good yeah everything it's and the price point yeah is right on yeah so they're winning yeah period yeah.
1: so where i used to work we had corona as a uh, as I a love client. corona actually i've worked at two agencies where we had corona mm-hmm. so corona is imported by two different distributors for those people you know there's there's a whole did you know this there's a whole there's a, a law that prohibits sort of like how cars have to be sold through dealerships Typically, mm-hmm. there's a similar thing with, with alcohol, with beer and alcohol. Like it can't, the, the bottler cannot sell direct. Like they can't, or they can't distribute. So there's these in-betweens. Like An, An, Anheuser-Busch has to go through a distributor to actually get into stores. They can't just sell the stores direct for some reason. Um, anyway, there's, a, there's two distributors of Corona that are importers here in the United States. Or there was. I think there's just one now. And uh, so there are two agencies at the same time running campaigns for the same beer. You know? Because it was different. And it was different regions. Because one could only yeah. distribute southern states and then the other one was northern states. Um, anyway, if, if you remember, that I used to work on it uh, back... This was 2002. And it was some of the best advertising because it was like... It was the, it was the classic shot of... You're at a beach, right? You got the beach chairs and then you like hand back and there's some shit that goes on, right? Like someone's beeper goes off and he like throws it like a, like a, spin, a skipping a rock or uh, whatever, right? There's just something funny happens and then, you know, there's a bucket of, you know, they just take a sip of the Corona at the end or crack it open. Do you know you can't actually drink beer on commercials? Alcohol? You can't? No. Go watch any commercial for alcohol. Nobody drinks it. They hold it, they, they can do this with it, Whoa. they can move it around, but they can't drink it.
0: That's not to say they don't. That's no, it's says you they can't show it. can't
1: show it, right? It's implied that they drink the alcohol. Oh, wow, I never they can't, noticed They that. can't actually consume it. Yeah. Who knows why? Um, but anyway, so I used, to work the, I used to work at an agency called the Richards Group. The Richards Group was founded by Stan Richards, who was an art director. He was a designer by trade and the campaign was a very visual campaign in fact there was never I don't even know if there was a tagline like I don't even think there was it was just like whatever like it just ended on the logo but some of the best advertising because all you would hear is like the waves of the ocean and like seagulls you know and it was just if you're if you're watching commercials it was the the 30 seconds of silence you know and you're like ah that's beautiful I want to be there so I used to work at the Richard Group. This campaign existed for probably 10 years, if not more. Um, the other agency I worked at was Kramer Crasselt in Chicago. They had Corona as well. And I think they ended up winning the whole thing because I think the distributor went to, with them. Anyway, Kramer Crasselt is run by Marshall Ross, right, in that office. He's the executive creative director for the... or chief creative officer of that network. He's a copywriter. And he has a very different, he's a, as a copywriter, uh, he likes to write himself, right? He's a very, he wants, he just, he has this urge to write. And sure enough, he took this campaign and added headlines to it, right? And so it turned into, now it's like, find your beach or something. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of the the new stuff. I prefer the old way. Um, because it was such, you could, you could just keep that going for ever and ever and ever. It's Corona. Like, there's nothing yeah. new happening. There's nothing you got to really say at all. It's like, it's like the, the beach beer. Yeah. And it's such a good campaign that, I'm not kidding you, I, sat, I remember sitting in the cu- a cubicle in, at Kramer Castle, uh, and I'm sitting there with one of the writers on uh, Corona. And she had a poster of one of the ads she did. You know, a nice big one. It was beautiful. And I remember talking to her, and I was like, I was probably, I don't know, maybe six months away from getting married or something like that. And I was like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just catching up. And I said, where, where you know, I was saying, like, I got to figure out where the honeymoon's going to be. And I remember looking at that poster. I'm like, where did you, were you, did you ever go to this place? She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, it's over down in down in Mexico just south of Tulum and I was like you're kidding and she's like no it's fantastic I was like would you go there for a honeymoon she's like hell yeah
0: so that's where you went that's where we went
1: dang so there you go thanks to corona and the corona campaign yeah I ended up in uh Tulum with a little cabana
0: and did you drink corona Oh, don't don't don't! Disappoint I want to say me. that I,
1: yeah, I'm sure. I'm well. I'm trying to remember even what <laughs> it's kind of a blur. But yeah, I think there was definitely some. I think we had to. Yeah. Right. I'm like sweetheart. Like we got. to, yeah. In fact, there's probably a shot. I'll of tell us, you what. You know.
0: You go in November, back to that place. Right. You'll yeah. have a, what yeah, ten years? Ten year. Yeah. And you send you you send us a selfie of yourself, All right, in the beach. With the
1: Corona, with a Stella. Oh, <laughs> with the Stella! Blasphemy! Eey. Advertising blasphemy, yeah. dude. That would be a good dude. Tell oh, me that wouldn't be a good ad. That would be right. Yeah. Oh, come on. That would be just, just would with, take a some, bu- with a bucket of Stella. That would take some balls, balls, dude, and run that.
0: Especially if you're thinking you're looking at a, a Corona commercial, yeah,
1: right? Or a Corona print ad. It's just like that same chair, beach chairs, couple sitting Everything. there, and then it's. Freaking green bottles in the bucket. Ooh, shit. I like it. Let's do. It. Why not? What? <laughs> and then you have the so, so you always with
0: the lime, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like yeah. the limes. Let's just say the limes are cut, and there's a knife there, uh-huh. and like the guy just takes the lime and the the, the knife, and then goes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> cuts the head. Yeah. From the in the <laughs> bottle, you know. Uh, oh,
1: That'll be something else. There you, go. There, you well, go. there it is. All right, I'm done. We're done. Good episode. This is the uh, box lunch happy hour happy hour. version. Probably maybe call it. I was thinking, I was trying to be clever and call it box wine, but <laughs> that's uh, we're not drinking wine up in this no. biz.
0: No. But we're out. Talk to you next time.
1: Later.